Good morning, everyone. Happy Thursday. I'm coming on live earlier this week because um, I'm going to be really busy tomorrow and Saturday. So I decided to come on. I, I didn't want to miss the weekly live session. So thank you for joining. Um, so today, let's uh, let's start with um, a little bit of a of a meditation, a little bit of a breathing exercise to center ourselves and bring our energies together. And then um, I will go into all of the uh, readings. Um, I will go through the readings uh, live. Oh, there's some notice from me. Um, you can show, okay. So hello, good vibes, 1044. I love that. I love that. Good vibes. What a wonderful, um, what a wonderful name you chose. Hello, Sachi. Lots of love to you. Want to know if there was okay. I will do the reading. Um, let's just do a quick um quick uh centering of our energies before we get in and uh just to um clear and block the energies um that might be in the room so that. I could be a great channeler for you and you can get the right readings. So just get comfortable wherever you are and just uh, be present with this moment. Focus on your breath. Breathe in. Breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. In your next breath in, breathe in what is bothering you. Any anxiousness, stress, worries. And then in your next breath out, breathe it out and say, I am a peaceful soul. I am a peaceful soul. So you're breathing it out. Let's do it one more time. Take a deep breath in. What is troubling you? And then breathe out. I am a peaceful soul. I am a peaceful soul. Let's just do it one more time. Breathe in. Breathe out. I am a peaceful soul. I am a peaceful soul. And return to your normal breath. And when you're ready, return to the room. Hello, everyone. Good morning, Connie. Good morning, Christina. Okay, so I see lots of people wanting um, some readings today. Okay, so let's let's go and dive into the readings. Um, I was going to do a general reading for the room, but we could do that later because I see that you guys are all anxious uh, to get some readings. So the first person here is asking Sachi. Sachi wants to know, I wanted to know if I have any blockage in terms of my love in my life. In terms of my love and my life. So let's let's ask the I Ching oracles. About what energy about love. 
Okay. Wow. There's there's two cards that came out. But I'm going to take the, the two cards, 49 and 9, but I'm going to read you one because I only have time for one. So let's go with energy number nine, small taming. It says here, a time of restraint brings great hope for future growth and success, but it may feel more like frustration and setbacks where things don't quite work yet. You must cultivate the situation and yourself in small ways, caring for the details, developing your readiness and fitness conscientiously. What's, what small thing can I work on today? How can I cultivate a better terrain? Okay, so what it is, is this is you're asking if you have any blocked energies in terms of your the love in your life. And what they're saying is, is yes, you know, I think that there is there is some blockage there, you know, um, but what they want you to do is they want you to manage that blockage in small ways you don't have to go extreme there's nothing to be done extreme here is how can you cultivate your terrain for for love in smaller ways because as you do cultivate that love in your life within yourself in small ways it becomes an accumulative effect and then you're releasing a little bit block a little bit more blockage a little bit more blockage a little bit more blockage and so what it is, is love always starts with love that you can access within yourself, that divine love, that divine love that already exists within each one of us, because we are divinity, right? We are all divine beings of eternal, we're eternal beings of consciousness and energy, spirit, soul, we're eternal. So can we, can we cultivate that inner divine love a little bit each day? Small taming. It says here, small taming. What can you do today? Forget about the love, the external world right now. Forget about that. Because that will come in if you have set your inner divine love for, for yourself and for the connection between you and the divinity and the connection between you and yourself. Can you cultivate that love terrain inside. What can you do today that can cultivate that inner love, that love with divinity, that love within yourself? What can you do today to cultivate that? A small thing. Then what can you do tomorrow? Maybe, you know, maybe it's to do, you know, to do some mantras or affirmations that you love yourself. Maybe you could put a little picture of yourself, um, you know, on your kitchen um, or your bathroom mirror, and that says, "I am. I love myself unconditionally," or "God loves me unconditionally." What small thing can you do today to cultivate that love within yourself and that connection, uh, love, divinity, love with God and spirit and the universe? So each day they want you to work on that because if you work on that, it will start to become, become that, that mole will start to become a little bit of a mountain, a bigger mountain and a bigger mountain. And you've cultivated your terrain so that that external love will naturally and organically just be attracted to you. That's what you're looking for. But they're looking, they want you to cultivate that inner terrain of that love for yourself, the love, the connection, love with divinity. 
and and every single day do something about that and you will see once you that's that's your way of releasing any blocked energies of love in your life and then when you've re released enough of it then you will see that love come in naturally and organically so that's the message for you today okay um so okay so let's go on to the next person um connie sullivan okay connie I'm just going to do a general reading for you. I don't see a question here. So I'm just going to ask the I Ching oracles. Uh, what message do you have for Connie Sullivan? What message do you have for Connie Sullivan? What message would you like to give to Connie Sullivan? Show us the energy. Show us the energy. Oh, wow. There's a card that just fell um it fell it fell it fell it just like popped out okay let me see okay i can't find the card so it means that it wants me to pull another card i can't find the card it probably went under the desk or something so let me pull another card because that it's got to happen with flow if it doesn't happen with flow oh there it goes Energy number 33, retreat, retreat. It says here, retreat means withdrawing from what can harm you as a way to keep yourself whole. When you retreat, you hide yourself away so that you won't lose yourself. In offering no resistance and creating no friction, retreating bears fruits in small, inconspicuous ways. What must you do to stay safe and whole? How can you change your relationship so, relationships so they support your integrity? Okay. So what they're saying to you, uh, Connie, is that they want you to take, um, they want you to evaluate. They want you to uh, evaluate your relationships you have with yourself and others, but especially with others around you, with the surrounding environment. And they want you to retreat in situations or retreat from people that do not serve your highest and best good. You know, people who just energetically drain you or situations that energetically just drain you and it doesn't serve you in any way because the more we try to force something in that relationship or that situation all it's going to do is drain us more and more and so one of the and and everything is about energy and when we have low energy or our energy is drained we have nothing to give to others because we have nothing left in ourselves right so in order to help others or in order to be a proactive, vibrant citizen or mother or wife or, you know, daughter or friend, you have to have energy. Energy is what you need. And so they're saying retreat, it, retreat, pull yourself away from situations and relationships that do not serve you. Do not try to force it, even if it's a really close family member or close friend. You can send them love from afar, but you don't have to keep being in the situation. You don't have to keep yourself in that situation. All it does is drain your energy. So retreating can be a very powerful thing. And retreating doesn't mean that you're weak. Doesn't mean that you're not strong. Doesn't mean that you're meek. Doesn't mean any of that. It means that you're being smart and not putting your energy in situations and people that do not serve you, that you have no 
control over those people and situations, right? There's no control. So you, you, you retreat from those situations because you don't want your energy to be completely drained. Because if your energy is completely drained, you're no good to yourself. And therefore, you're no good to your family, your friends, and to society. So retreating is a very, very smart move in situations. Also, retreat for a time for yourself. If you're busy, you know, servicing so many people, you want to retreat. Let's say maybe, maybe you have, you're in a situation where I'm doing this for this person. I'm, I'm raising kids and blah, 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 blah. They also want you to retreat to have time for yourself so you could rejuvenate. What are the small things that you could retreat? Maybe you take half an hour break. Maybe you take 20 minute break. It doesn't have to be for two, three hours. You know, those are valuable times. So that's the message for you is retreat. Okay, Connie. So I hope that has helped. Love, light and peace back to you, Christina. Thank you so much for that. Um, Okay, so good vibes. Good vibes wants to know. I would like to know if there are any blocks that need clearing regarding my finances. Great question. We can all relate to that. Okay, so what message do you have for good vibes about finances? What what message do you have for good vibes about good vibe finances? What message do you have for good vibes for finances? Show us the energy. Show us the energy. Show us the energy. Okay. Okay. So there are two cards that actually, uh, there are two cards that came out. Okay. 52, stilling and 56, traveling. Okay. So what it is, is this, is that I'm going to take this card traveling and traveling doesn't necessarily mean physical traveling. It can mean, but it doesn't mean that the I Ching oracles is a very wise, um, wise, has a lot of in-depth. So traveling here says to be the traveler means you are not at home here. You know, you don't belong since you are only passing through your cr creative involvement is limited. You cannot expect to change your surroundings and nor should your surroundings change you. Be constant to your own way as you travel. What do you bring with you into each What do you bring with you into each situation? What does this place ask of you? Where are you going? Okay. Since you are only passing through. So what it is, is this, is that, you know, a lot of times, when, when, you know, we, we are this eternal beings of consciousness that come into this physical time space reality for whatever time that we come, this body houses that. And then we have these physical experiences, right? And part of that large part of that physical experience is having money abundance, right? So that we can have these more physical experiences. We could have the house, we could have the car. We are looking for these physical experiences because we have come into this physical form right so money supports that physical experience so what the I Ching oracles are saying here is that we are just a traveler in this physical time space reality money is just another energy form that's what it really is like everything in this universe everything in this universe including our thoughts, our emotions, our body, 
all, all the encounters, the physical things that we meet, the physical of uh, experiences that we encounter in this time space reality, this consciousness level that we call planet Earth and our lives is 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 just energy. And then energy is just we're traveling through. We're traveling. Our soul consciousness is traveling through this time space reality. And so when we have a relationship with money, as if money comes and goes in fluid ways, that it's a give and take, and that money flows to us in the way that it should. And we, we don't get so tightened about money. Like we see money and our, our relationship with money as a traveler, that the money goes, money comes, money goes, money comes. It's, 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 it's energy. It flows, it moves, right? And where we block ourselves with money is that we don't see it as that, that flow, that it goes, comes, goes, comes. There's a yin and yang relationship that we should have with money, a healthy relationship that we have with money. And so what happens is we block ourselves in our finances because we're not living in that energetic flow of money of the way it goes as a traveler. So see yourself as a traveler with the, the money travels and you're traveling with it. So if the money comes, then you are traveling with the money that flows in. If the money goes out, then you're traveling with the money that goes out. You don't, you know, so you don't want to have this. So when we, when we, when we, where we block ourselves is when we become frustrated we become frustrated that we don't have enough money in the bank. That frustration is a block to that energy, that flow, that energetic flow with money. We want to be in alignment with the flow of money. That is a traveler energy. That is a traveling energy. The traveling energy doesn't stop, right? The traveler goes here, it goes here, it goes here, it goes here, right? The travel never stops. So we want to have that traveling of energy with money the way and you know i have lots of videos on how there's a video about money how money flows to us part one how money flows to us part two the secret of money so what it is is this is that once you master let me let me let me give you that link how money flows i have so look re, look at these videos how money flows part one and how money flows part two. I'm going to give you the link. Here's how money flows part one. And here's a link to how money flows part two. Watch these videos because we have to start to reframe our relationship with money. You know, the, the, uh, the uh, uh, Ken Honda is the author of the book called Happy Money. It's all about making peace with money making peace with money. And oftentimes we don't have peace with money. We stress about it. We worry about it. You know, we're frustrated, right? Those are the blocks. So if you could have this traveling energy with money and you be, and, and being content with whatever happens, oh, I have this now. I'm, I'm good. I have the next year. I have this. I'm good. The next year I have this. I'm good. That's a healthy relationship money. And that's a traveling energy with money. So that's the message for you. Okay. Uh, so, you know, that's a message that we can all, 
all really, truly, truly learn from. So thank you so much for that beautiful question. Good vibes. Christina Gutierrez. Okay, Christina. Um, okay, Christina, I didn't do a reading for you. So Christina wants to know about health issue. Okay, what message? Okay, so let's do this. Uh, what message do you have for Christina about her health issue? Okay, okay. And this came out right away. Energy number 11, flow, flow. It says here, flow is a sign of the full expression of tremendous creative energy and spiritual power. Create harmony with the greater flow and pour its energy into creative manifestation. Pettiness and smaller concerns are swept away so that free communication and great things become possible. How will you work with this extraordinary potential? How can you channel the flow of energy to create harmony? How can you flow uh, the, the, how can you flow, how can you channel the flow of energy to create harmony? You know, what is really health? Health in traditional Chinese medicine, it's all about the energetic flow. When you have blocked energies, you're in ailment. When you have flow energies, you are in health and vitality. Ultimately, everything is energy. And if you want health, you've got to have that flow. The energy has to flow. And so how do we flow this energy? What are the components that allow us to flow energy? I would say 50% or 60% of your health is to do with your thoughts and your emotions. What emotions, what traumas are you holding on to? That's blocking that energetic flow. And those traumas might be something from this life, maybe from your childhood, or maybe from past lives that you are unconscious of. Maybe you're, 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 you've inherited traumas from your ancestors that you're holding on to that you shouldn't have to. Maybe, um, you know, so, and maybe some of those traumas can be unconscious. You know, we live like about 95% unconsciously. That's how we live. So our unconscious mind, that deeper mind really runs our lives. So that's, that's, that's one flow. Then the flow of, of the environment, your home, the water that you drink, the air that you breathe, the food that you take. Are those things in flow with your energy, with your, with you, Christina, with your body? What are you going to get? You want to give your body the, the environment, the right environment for it to thrive and be healthy and vibrant. So when we hold on to traumas, emotional traumas, we're blocking that flow. When we have an environment, if we're, our home is not conducive to our health and vitality, that's where feng shui and vatsu comes in then that's also, that could affect our health. If we're not eating the right foods for our body, and you know we are all differently energetically created by God, what is the right diet for you? What is the right diet for you? What is, or the air that we breathe, or the people that we surround with? Are we surrounded by people that are toxic? Or are we surrounding ourselves with people that are supportive, people that that love us, people that honor us, people that truly care about us? Are we sur are surrounded by good relationships? 
So these are all factors and whether you're flowing that energy in your body or not. And so that's the, that's the answer. So you could make an assessment, this in your life. Okay, what are some of the traumas that I've had that I'm consciously aware of? And then release those. Maybe, maybe in my childhood, you know, um, I, 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 have, I have this bad relationship with my family, with my sister or my sibling, and we, we can't, we can't, we don't get along. You want to flow that energy. You want to let go of some of that stuff. Or maybe, you know, I'm taking an assessment of your food. What are the foods that are not in alignment with your flow? And then remove those. What are relationships that, again, I went back to the relationships. I already talked about that. What are some of the traumas that I might be holding on to? Maybe it's a childhood trauma that, that I could let go so I could flow this energy. So it's all about flow. You want health? You want to have flow, okay? And so when you create, so your, your body, you're giving your body the right environment to thrive the right environment to thrive. So when we have lots of stress and anxiety in our lives, our body is not given the the environment to thrive. That's why we become sick. That's why a lot of people get sick when they have they 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 have stress and anxiety for a prolonged time, prolonged period of time. You know? So so you want to create the right environment for your body in all those areas that I discussed. Okay. So I hope, oh, new life prep. Oh, thank you so much for the don't BH. Thank you so much for the donation. That's so beautiful. You know, I never expect anything. And so I'm deeply grateful for anything that you give. I'm deeply grateful for it. Uh, so, um, so I'm deeply grateful uh, for any, any donations that you provide. Um, okay. So let's go to the next, um, the next question, the next person who wants a reading. So Christina, I just did your reading. Good vibes. Um, good morning, Lisa. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Q healer. Okay. Okay, Angie Jennings wants to know, are my angels and ancestors helping me? Am I obsessed with prayer? <laughs> well, that's a very unique question. I always say that angels and ancestors are always helping you. It's whether you're able to receive it or not. You know, it's a, whether you're able to, you know, I, I say they always, they, they do, they could do it in the most subtle ways or they could do it in the most, you know, I've seen, I've seen signs from them in the most subtle ways. And then sometimes it's just right in my face. And so one of the things about uh, your angels and ancestors is to really pay attention to life. When you pay attention to life, you could pick up on subtle messages that they're providing you. And also the dreams, pay attention to your dreams, because they often come through in our dreams. You know, and if when you wake up and you have a dream, write it down. I always I write down the, if I can remember it. Now, there's sometimes I wake up and I don't remember the dream that I but I always I take I write it down and I put the date of when I had that dream. And so so what it is, is that, yes, they are they are helping you, but it's whether you could receive it, you could receive that message. And a lot of times the way to receive it is to be still, to pay attention to life and be present in this moment. 
because when we when we we we're thinking about the future and we're thinking we're worrying about the future and we're resentful of the past, we're not present. And when we're not when we're not present in this moment, the power of now, we can't receive those messages because we're blocked. There's too much distraction going on here. And when there's distraction going on here, how can we receive those subtle those those messages? How can we be a, a receiver? We have to be a receiver of those messages, right? We can't, it's like a it's like a radio antenna. You know how the radio antenna beep, 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 it receives the signal. So then you could get that broadcast, you could get that message. Beep, 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 beep. Well, if we're not tuned in to the right, to the right frequency of that message, we can't receive it. So we have to be tuned in to that frequency of that message. We have to be tuned in. And when we are tuned in, we recognize the messages. We recognize it. We said, yes, ah, yes. Now, sometimes a message could be very subtle. And sometimes a message is right in your face. So the more you could be present in this moment without worrying so much about the future without being resentful of the past, thinking about the past, the past, that those are major blockers. Those are major blocks. The power of now being present in this moment. And when you're present in this moment, that's when you can, you can be the receiver of those messages. That's when you can tune into that frequency and, and, you know, spend time in nature. How do you become more in the power of now? Be in nature. Nature is a wonderful place to get back to the present moment. Why? Why is nature such a wonderful uh, environment to get to be in the power of now? Because nature is only ever in the power of now. When you go into the woods or the forest, does, do the trees, the plants, the sky, the river, do they worry about the future or the past? No. Nature is fully present in the now. And because it's fully present in that now, that energetic presence, you, 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 you absorb that energy from nature. You are absorbing that energy from nature. So spend more time with nature. Spend more time with nature. And then you will see how you could be present. Now, when you say, am I obsessed with prayer? Am I obsessed with prayer? I think if you're if you're if 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 you're praying because you are so stressed and you're so anxiety ridden, then that prayer may not be as effective. So you want to calm your energy down first, and then you want to pray. But if you're like and you're like trying to do this, it's not going to be the most effective. Why? Why? Because this, there's a lot of blocked energy. So your, your connection to the divine is, the divine is always there, but your connection to it feels blocked. So, so you want to calm your energy down first, spend time with nature. And when you feel more calm, then pray. And it will be far more powerful. Prayer is always great. It's always great. I never think that, you know, if you, you never, but if you, if, but if you're, if you're saying, am I obsessed? If you're asking that question, that means that 
maybe you're not praying just at the right time. You're, 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 you're so it's just, and you're forcing, you're trying to force something. You're trying to force something. Prayer is not about forcing. Prayer is about your connection. Your the, 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 the flow connection with the divine. That's what the prayer is. And so if you're praying, you're like, like that, that's forcing. That's not going to be good. That's not going to be good. If you pray more like, dear God, dear angel spirit, allow me to let go and surrender. Let go and surrender this worry, this fear, this doubt. Let it, let it let go. Let me surrender this. Let me surrender this relationships that do not serve me. Give me the strength to let it go. Give me the strength to let it go. That's a better prayer. That's a much better prayer. Because the more you let go, that means you're surrendering resistant energy, the more you receive. So the content of your prayer is important. The way you pray is important is to let go. I surrender to your infinite wisdom, infinite power. And I'm letting this situation go because I know that you have, that you know the bigger picture. But if you're playing like, I'm praying so much for this job, that's not powerful because that's, that's a prayer with frustration energy. Prayer with frustration energy is not, is not the most powerful prayer with surrender energy and faith energy and love energy that the universe has your back, that God has your back. That's powerful. So, so those are, those are my, and I didn't have to, um, do an eaching Oracle card pull for, to answer that. Okay. Uh, okay. So I hope that has helped you, um, Angie Jennings. And thank you so much for that beautiful question. Um, okay, Lisa, can I make a living using my creative gifts? What a great question. Of course you can make a living, but let's, uh, let's, let's, let's see what the eaching oracles, what message they have for you. What message do you have for Lisa about using her creative gifts to make a living? What message do you have for Lisa about using her creative gifts to, uh, to make a living? Okay, so let's, uh, let's, uh, let's go and ask the I Ching oracles. What is their message? I already... Okay, let's take this. It was sticking out very strongly. Number 64, energy 64, not yet across. It says here, oh, this is a very amazing card because this is the last card in the I Ching, the last energy. That doesn't mean that it's final energy, but it's it's the last, there's 64 energies. At the end of the I Ching, nothing is complete. Everything is in flux. A wise fox will only attempt to cross when the river is solid ice and then treading carefully every uh, care, carefully, every sense alert. When you are not yet across, you may be hesitating on the verge of a transition, sensing if it's safe to commit yourself. Use the skills of a wise fox. How to prepare for the crossing? How will you know when it's time? Wow, that is that is an amazing message. So what they're saying to you, Lisa, is that you are hesitant. <laughs> you are hesitant to make that crossing, to use your gifts to make a living. You're hesitant because you might be like, am I good enough? Are my creative resources good enough? Am I talented enough? Am I gifted enough? 
am I worthy enough? You're having all these self-doubts about yourself, about your abilities and your capabilities. You're having this doubt. And because of that doubt, it's hard for you to cross. It's hard for you to make that crossing. And now when you make, now crossing, because you've got to make that cross, right? You've got to start to take some steps towards that. But they want you to, they, but, you, but, but that, that hesitation, there's a hesitation within you to make that. So that's block number one right there, that you're questioning your gifts and talents that God has given you. Because you have gifts and talents that are unique to Lisa that can serve our planet, that can serve humanity, that can serve, that has a higher purpose in the big, bigger picture. You have, and you're doubting yourself. So that's number one, number one. Now, once you've kind of got felt more confident and, 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 and release some of those doubts, because those are blocks right there, because you can't even take the first step. You can't even take the first step to that crossing. It's like trying to cross a river, right? You've got to let go of those doubts to even take that one step. Now, once you take that one step, they're saying that, you know, you're not going to do this in a haphazard way. You're going to do this in a mindful way. You're going to do this. You're going to use all of your creative juices to say, and the planning, you're going to, like the wise fox, wise, you're going to use wisdom, planning to make that crossing. How are you going to cross? What's step A? What's step B? What's step C? What do I prioritize? What's number one, number two, number three? You're going to have some planning. Now, does that mean that that plan has to stay that way? No, it could change and pivot. That's part of the journey. The part of the journey is to change and pivot when something's not working. So you want to have some kind of plan. Well, I could use my gifts towards this, you know, evaluate, you know, make a list. I would make a list. Okay, these are my gifts and I have these beautiful creative gifts. How can I apply them? What industries can I apply them? That's what I would do first. I would say, what industries can I apply my creative unique gifts? Make those lists. Maybe you say graphic design is one. Engineering is another. Teaching is another, right? And then you look at that list. Maybe you put it down and then a week later you look at it and you say, oh, this is, this is jumping out at me more. I'm, I'm leaning towards this direction. I'm leaning towards teaching. Okay, let me make that first step. I made a decision, a conscious decision that I'm going to use my creative gifts in teaching. Okay, now you, you come up with some kind of a plan, a vision and a plan. What's step one, step two, step three? That's mindful. That's the wise fox, wise fox. You're not going to just do things haphazardly here. That's not what they're saying. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're going to have release some of that. Um, again, release some of that block that you might not be good enough or your gifts are not good enough. And then, and then figure out what your you know what your creative gifts are, and figure out where you want to the places where you could apply these gifts. And then once you make once you have more of a focus of which area you're going to apply these gifts, then make a, a plan. Make me make a plan, step one, step two, step three plan, and that's it. And then, 
And then, and then you go step one, you execute step one, then see how that works. And then universe will support you and show you and guide you. Okay. The universe is there to support you during this process. So pay attention to life, pay attention to life. So then you're going to start to cross. You're going to start to make that crossing. And that doesn't mean that once you've crossed, it doesn't mean the journey stops. The journey never stops. It says here, it never, it, it's not, it's nothing is complete. Nothing is ever complete. Why nothing is ever complete? You never stop, stop creating. You never stop using your gifts. Why? Because we are eternal souls of expansion. We are eternally expanding. That means that once we cross, there's more expansion. There's more, there's more to grow. There's more to expand. That never stops. So, so, so it's another, you go back to the cycle. So it's like the cycle, the wheel of fortune in, in, in tarot, right? There's a, there's a cycle that happens. Then you go another cycle. So that, that's, that's, that's the, uh, uh, I Ching Oracle wisdom for you, Lisa. Of course you can uh, use your creative gifts to make a living. Okay. Q Hilo would love to have a reading now that I do not have a job and need a direction. I think I, I think I have to have a billing. What, what, what kind of, what is that word? BI something change. Okay. You know what Q healer? I'm just going to say, what message do you have for Q healer about career direction? That's what I'm going to ask. What, what message do you have for Q healer about, uh, career direction what message do you have for q healer about uh career direction i'm going to ask that question okay and then show us the energy for q healer show us the energy for q healer okay energy number 25 without entanglement right here without entanglement it says here freedom from entanglement from what is not yours, such as others, problems or events that are not your responsibility, it brings a extraordinary energy. It liberates the natural and spontaneous creative flow and grounds you in present reality. A good time to reevaluate plans, dreams, and goals from where you are right now. What is real? What is genuinely your responsibility? And what is not yours at all? Okay, so without entanglement. So they want you to, um, so this is about a direction in your, a new direction in your career, right? And so, you know, I usually, I get this card a lot when it comes to, you know, uh, you know, kind of businesses or careers, you know, and I think the reason why is with the, what they're saying here is, first of all, A, this is a good time to reevaluate plans, dreams, and goals. Okay, so First thing is this, is that now you have, you're not working, so you have some time, right? That's why they're saying this is a good time to reevaluate your plans, your goals. What I would do is I would reevaluate what is my soul's path and journey? What are the gifts that God has given, bestowed upon me that I was placed in this time, space, reality, consciousness, this planet Earth in this body to serve? What is my soul's path? So this is a good time to evaluate that. Evaluate what, what is my purpose here? What is my true purpose here? Because we really have a purpose to learn lots of lessons, 
to have lots of physical experiences to learn lessons for the expansion and growth of our soul. And part of that is to part the soul's journey is to have a higher purpose to why you're here, right? So this is a time to evaluate what is my higher purpose? What is my soul's path journey? What and, and marrying that gift that God has given you, those creative gifts that God has only given you, that's unique to you, Q Healer. It's not unique to anybody else, but just you. Pairing those unique gifts with work that is on your soul's path and your higher purpose. Pairing it together. And allowing the universe to be the receptive of the universe. I always say the universe is the one that makes things happen. It's not really us. It's the universe that makes things happen. And what we do is we just let go and surrender. And we receive those messages. And we receive those cooperative components because we're open. We're flowing. We're in alignment with our soul's journey and path. When we are in alignment with our soul's journey and path, there's a lot more flow in your life. That doesn't mean that things don't happen, that blah, blah, blah. Things always happen to teach us, to, to teach us lessons. So this is a great time to evaluate your gifts, how you're going to, where you're going to apply those gifts, which, which, which field, which industry, which area to be on your soul's path and journey. And so that's that. And so that's what without entanglement. So then now what is this thing about without entanglement? Without entanglement is without, uh, without worrying about what other people are doing, about what society has to say. Oh God, society says, my parents, my family says, I should do this. Do not entangle your energy with other people's. That's their energy. That's not your energy. So as you're on your soul's path, this soul's path journey is a unique journey. And you want to be on that journey without entanglement, without the white noise of society, without being entangled in that energetic of white noise of society. I want to go in this direction because I believe that this is my soul's path and journey. And a lot of times we get stymied. We, we don't do it. We don't go on that path. Why? Why we don't go on that path? Because society says this. My parents say this. My friends say this. My family says this. That's entanglement. If you want to truly be on your soul's journey, that higher purpose work that you were meant to do, you can't entangle yourself with all this white noise. Now, you can listen to people that are wise that resonate with you, right? Because a lot of times I listen to people who are smart, who have wisdom, who have knowledge. I listen. I listen with a careful, with, with, with a careful, with careful frequency. Why? Because sometimes what they're saying applies to me. And sometimes what they're saying doesn't apply to me. And this is where you have to have that clear flow of energy to know what this person is saying. Yes, it's good. I'm going to take it. It resonates. What this person is saying doesn't quite resonate. I'm going to let that go. So that doesn't mean that you're not going to listen to people, their suggestions, their advice, their wisdom. That doesn't mean that. It means that you are on your soul's path and you know what whatever people say, you know what to take in and what to let go. 
And that's, that's not entanglement. That's not entanglement. Entanglement is being influenced by society, by others, and by situations, and you feel pressured, and that's why you're doing it, because of pressure. You're not doing it because it's on your soul's path. You're doing it because it's pressure, and that's entanglement. So that's the difference, okay? So I hope that has helped you, uh, Q Healer. Liz, Liz, hello, Liz. How are you? Hello, Ingrid. Okay, so I have, um, you're welcome, Connie. Sarupa, nice to see you. Janet, nice to see you. Um, okay, so let's see. Um, okay, so let's go to the next uh, reading and question. So I did one for Q Healer. Now, Liz, Liz wants to know, please tell me about my future and my present job and family. Okay, my future my present. Okay. Let's, let's, let's deal with one, one issue, which is, uh, let's go with the present job, uh, my future, and my present job as opposed to family. Okay. Let's just deal with one because they're two. I mean, they're, they're interconnected in some ways, but it's just too much to read with the time frame that we have. So let's go with one Liz. Let's go with the, uh, would you prefer present job or you, do you prefer family? What do you prefer? What message do you have for Liz? Message to have. Oh, <laughs> okay. Let, let me this this thing. Okay, let let's go. What message do you have for Liz? What message do you have for Liz? Okay. Energy number twenty. Seeing, seeing, Liz. It says here, to see is to witness everything that comes into view with open awareness. In the ritual, the everyday world is washed off, and then there's a pause for whatever comes, like a presence into the space. Don't fall automatically into the next step of the process of life. See what is present before you respond. When you stop searching, what comes into view? If you had no preconceptions, what might you see? Wow. Okay. So, um, you know, you want to know about your future right? And future, you know, when tarot people read, let's, I'm, I don't consider, you know, these are eaching oracles, which is not the traditional tarot. Tarot is the rider weight, the major arcanas, the minor arcanas. That's not quite, that's not really eaching. And I call it eaching tarot because I'm pulling cards. That's the main reason why I say eaching tarot, but it's a different system of divination, right? So, the I Ching is all about giving you inner guidance so that you can make the best decision for yourself and have more success in your life. That's what the I Ching is about. It's about giving you, it's, 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 it's a teaching you how to fish and not giving you the fish. So what they're saying to you is that if you want to know, if you want to have a future that is bright, right? That is better. That is more abundant. That's more prosperous. You have to pay attention to now. You have to be present with the now. Why? Because whatever whatever energies that you put out, whatever energies have now, that will affect the energies of the future. That's simple. That's it. Whatever you do now will affect the future. Whatever you do now. So too many people ask, what's my future with love? Your future is based on the now, based on the now, based on the now, based on the now. Because the now is the only 
is the only powerful moment because the future can be anything. We're talking about the quantum field. The quantum field is anything, any possibilities, infinite possibilities. So what you do now, what you observe and do now is going to affect the future, is going to affect that quantum field. That's why this is what they're talking about. They're seeing. So they want you to be more seeing in the now. Because the more you can be aware of the now and be present of what is here and not have any expectations of the future, they want you to let that go. Let it go. The future will be determined about what you do in the now. And the seeing and having that present awareness of the now is where your power truly is. And that's what they're saying. They don't want you to focus on seeing the future. They want you to focus on seeing this present moment. What's happening around me? What's happening within me? What shifts can I make to be more expansive, to be more, have more faith in the universe, to have more faith in myself, to have more faith in God, to have more faith in spirit and my spirit guides? What can I do to have more faith in that? What can I, how can I cultivate this terrain now? How can I be more present in this moment? Because the more present I am in this moment, and the more I could see this moment without expectation of the future and letting that go, the more this moment becomes powerful. And the more this moment becomes powerful, the more the next moment becomes powerful. So, so, so when you ask the question, what is my future? You're not focusing on the power of now. And when you don't focus on the power of now, the future is not as powerful. So they want you to see now. That's why they said here, uh, to see is to witness everything that comes into view with open awareness. And then they say, um, they said there, uh, there, when you stop searching, what comes into view? So when you're asking about the future, you're, 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 you're searching, you're searching, you're searching, right? They want us, you, they want you to stop searching. They want you to be pause in that searching and be present in now. What comes to view? Because when you become present in the now, you become almost psychic. You become psychic. You're, you're cultivating your psychic abilities. You could almost see around the corner. And then you can make powerful decisions. So they want you to let go of that future, searching for the future, because there is no future. When we, when we leave our time, when we leave our bodies, our soul, eternal soul leaves our bodies, where we're, what conscious level are we at? We're no longer at this time-space consciousness level. We transcend this time-space consciousness level. And the higher consciousness level is only the now. There's a famous quote by a philosopher, Wikisi. He says, those who live in the now, those who live in the now have eternal life. Those who live in the now have eternal life. What does that mean? That means that when we reach a higher consciousness states, there's only this present moment. There's never the future. There's never the past. So the more you live in this moment, the more power you have, the more you could see into your future. That's powerful stuff. But you've got to be present in this moment to see the future. So how do you become more powerful? Stop searching. Stop, stop searching. Stop searching the future. That's how you become more present in the power of now. 
That's how you see. That's how you see when you're present. What shows up in the now? That's how you see. Okay, so uh, wonderful question. Thank you so much, Liz. You're welcome, Sachi. Okay. Uh, okay, so that's pretty much the hour is up. I've got to leave the house for a meeting. So let's do a closing prayer. And next week, I think I'm going to be back again Thursday morning. And then the week after that, um, I'm going to this health expo conference. It's the biggest health expo conference in the world. And so that week, if I have time, I'll do a reading on Tuesday. Otherwise, I'll skip that week. But I'll let you know next week. Okay, next week, I think I'm going to come back. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm 80% sure that I'll be back here on Thursday at the same time. Okay, so let's just do a closing prayer. Dear God, angels, spirit, guys, ascended masses, divine creator, thank you so much for allowing us to open this wonderful space. Thank you so much for these beautiful, beautiful souls that have come into this room. I ask you to please, 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 guide them, show them, light their soul's path for each one of them, show them their gifts, allow them to be more present in the now so they can make powerful decisions. They can have an awareness of this moment that will affect their next moment. We thank you, I Ching Oracles, for being here with us and sending us these powerful messages to give us the inner guidance and wisdoms so we may make a better decision in our lives and have more success in our lives. I ask you to please continue to bestow upon our viewers, their prosperity and health, money, career relationships, show them, show them, guide them to wisdoms, guide them to their soul's path, guide them to their gifts, show them, reveal to them what their gifts are, that they are truly, truly unconditionally loved, unconditionally worthy, unconditionally beautiful beings of light that have higher purpose to contribute on this time, space, physical reality that we call earth, that we call this life. So thank you so much for allowing us the privilege of connecting every week to uh, so that I may channel your messages to the viewers. Thank you so much for allowing me to be the channeler of your messages as we are all pencils for God's work and we are all here to serve ultimately the light and we you all use our gifts in our own unique way. Each one of us uses our gifts in our unique way to serve humanity, serve the planet and ultimately serve the life. So thank you so much. I ask you to, uh, I thank you so much for, for your continued support, your continued wisdoms, your continued protection, most importantly, your unconditional love. And so it is. Namaste. So it is. So I'll see you next week. Much love and blessings to all of you.